If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. It's Kev Lewin's decent to Sandbox. Since the Sandbox fans, we are back down the studio. We are Lewis this week. Sally Lou had to do some OT at work and not here. So we're here with our week three impressions. We gave you guys our week four fantasy rankings. We gave you guys our fantasy update and some questions that we talked about in the fantasy world concerning your fantasy teams and some of our players. With the impressions, we have a lot to talk about because week three was absolutely crazy. And the first thing I think that we need to talk about is the hierarchy in the NFL Mm -hmm. and addressing the AFC West because we have a change in the AFC West as of now. Kansas City falls to the Chargers, and the Raiders and Broncos are both 3-0. and Those are two things that I never thought we would see in that division through three weeks. I definitely didn't think that the Broncos or the Raiders would be able to, to pull off 3-0. and I thought that they would be fraud, so that's shocking. But I think it's more astonishing to see that, that the Chiefs are not on top of that division at this point. I mean, I call the Chiefs fall off. Because <laughs> you're a Bills fan. I called it. The number is out on the Chiefs. They're, the blueprint on how to beat them is out. But I will say, I did still think at this point in the season they would they would be top of the division, Absolutely. not last in the division, just because of, of how weak I thought that division was coming into the season. But I don't want to say I'm surprised they dropped a game or two because I'm not. Yeah. Fair enough, but do you think, you know, going through the rest of the season that we'll start to see, you know, Kansas City get their spots back in, in top of the AFC West? Or do you think, you know, we, we could have a, a Broncos, Raiders, Chargers mix to the end? Yeah, I, I think that, I think, I honestly think do you? this will be the tightest division when it comes to seedings, like in playoffs and Not stuff. Not the as NFC far, West? No, because I think, towards the, I think towards the end of the year, the Rams will run away with it, and the Cardinals Ooh. might be second, but like... Literally any, at least from what I'm seeing right now, any of these four teams can win the division. Like, there's wow. not one team in that division where I'm like, there's no shot. You know what I mean? The Broncos' defense is lethal. Teddy Bridgewater's playing great. The Raiders started off hot. I know they're for? frauds. What are you rooting for, Kyle? Probably, probably rooting for the Chargers. Yeah. Probably rooting for the Chargers. <laughs> L.A., baby. Kyle's go. going back to L.A. real soon. Oh, real soon. Real man. soon. <laughs> I know. All right, Kev, let's move to another division in the ASC. Are the Steelers a team of the past, Kev? You were a big Steelers guy, big Steelers believer last year, but the Bengals got you know a, a big road W this week and kind of looked like they defeated the Steelers. So is is it times done? Yeah, I don't think it's times done. I think it's I think it's Big Ben's times done. Oh, honestly, I think it is. I mean, <laughs> the clock's up. The guy's literally the worst quarterback in the division now. Is he the worst quarterback in the NFL? <laughs> that, no, I would say probably Zach Wilson right now. Wow! But, wow, the rookie. But I mean, as far as veterans' sake, yeah, like f- f- guys in the league five plus years, yes, he's one hundred percent the worst. How do you? You got to give some credit to the Bengals there, though. No, the Bengals played great, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like, like if the if the Steelers had any type of quarterback, like that should that wouldn't have even been a game. Honestly, I feel like you know. Yeah. I, I do think the Bengals' defense is playing a little bit better sneaky, than, than people uh, were giving them credit for. So um, I, I will say that going on the road and, and doing that w- was pretty, you know, big. But I will say what's bigger is Justin Tucker's leg yeah. getting that nice big yeah. win. Shout out Uncle Tony. Got the assist um, from the crossbar. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Um, but 66 yards, that, that's, yeah. that's a long kick. 
The Ravens definitely shouldn't be in that close of a game no, with no the way. Lions. I feel for Lamar, though, I don't want to hear people say that it's still Lamar after yeah, this year not. because Marquise Brown literally dropped three forty plus yard touchdowns. That cannot be happening. And he's had a good year. So it's you know, that was that was um really weird. But I think the Browns kind of made a statement with, with you know, the, the amount of pressure that they brought against the Bears. And they have, you know, a tough opponent this week in Minnesota. And they've been scoring the ball a lot. So I'd love to see, you know, how the Browns um, stack up in a game like that where they're going to have to put up points. Um, but like I said, I also think that that's a great, you know, compliment to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt being able to, to really be controlling the game. And if they have, you know, struggles running the ball on the ground, they'll just do the little dink and dunks to Kareem Hunt that are technically, you know, also like screen passes, running running plays. Yeah, that that division's going to be, you know, a tough race as well. Yeah, I mean, the Browns the Browns looked good. Honestly, I feel like the Browns and and this might be a crazy statement. Oh, Kev's going to get bold. But <laughs> I feel like the Browns are playing a lot of that like Pats type of offense, like you said, like it's either like like I don't know, like they're ground and pound and then like Baker will find Austin Hooper for like a 25-yard <laughs> catch. And then other than that, it's all slants to Kareem Hunt and to now Odell Beckham with Landry being out. Yeah, like there's yeah. no – I feel like unless Chubb or Kareem Hunt break out for like a big play, like I feel like the Browns don't really get like big plays like that. You know what I mean? Like they don't have big playmakers. Obviously with Odell back now, maybe that'll change. But yeah. he seemed like he was more doing doing the, the slot receiver role this week than anything. So No, absolutely. And uh, another division that we wanted to talk about – Obviously, one of the better, more competitive divisions in the NFL, the NFC West. Yep. So just as just as expected, the NFC West is deep. So I have a couple questions for you, okay. YS, with each of these teams. One, at this point in time, are the Rams the favorite? The Rams are going 17-0. Are the Rams the favorite in that division? The Rams are the favorite in that division because they're going 17-0. Wow. All right, 17-0. Kev calling shots for an undefeated team. That's question one. Question two, do you have confidence with the Cardinals? No, you stuttered to answer the question. That's not confident. <laughs> it's... You ain't confident. Their though. offense, yeah. I, I'm not confident that their defense can keep playing the way they're playing right now for a full 17 games. So are Maybe you confident with the Cardinals? As far as what? Like, in what sense? As like, a team. As a team. Are you confident with the Cardinals comparing to, to top teams in the NFL? Compared to top teams in the NFL, probably not. Like I wouldn't, I wow. wouldn't say they're a top five team in the NFL right now. Honestly, okay. can you name five teams you'd put above them? Chiefs, Bucks, Rams, Bills. Damn, still the Chiefs, Kev. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, listen, call us Bills, right? <laughs> but then, and then after those four, you get into you know the Las Vegases, like teams like that that are borderline. You know what I mean? Oof. But right now, playing a little better, so. Oof. All right, are the 49ers just getting started or they can't keep up? They can't keep up. No? No. Do you think that's because of Jimmy G? I think it's because of Jimmy G. I think it's because, you know, I feel like they don't really have an identity. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like there's, when you talk about, like, the top teams in the league, right? I'm not saying San Fran's the top team, but when you talk about the good teams, right? Like, you know when push comes to shove, Who's going to do what, right? Like the other day, like Aaron Rodgers got the ball back with 30 seconds. It's like, all right, you just gave Aaron Rodgers. Too much time. Like the 49ers, like I feel like they have no one like receiver and all. I mean, even with Kittle, I feel like they have no one that's kind of like. Dependable. Like that that late in the game guy, you know what I mean? And where Jimmy G's not the best quarterback and, you know, 
isn't the best at extending plays and stuff like that. It's like, how are they going to compete with the with the LA Rams? How are they going to compete with the Cardinals? And that's just in the division. Then you got to go down the NFC as a total, Fair the enough. Bucks and all those teams. Fair enough. All right. Last NFC West question. What is Seattle? Seattle <laughs> is trying to find a comparison for Seattle. What Seattle is, I'll tell you what Seattle is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what Seattle is. You're going to compare it to the NBA? Seattle is the 2010 Celtics. <laughs> I knew it. Right? They were good a little bit a while ago. They were champions a little bit a while ago. They still have, you know, some of those some pieces. of those pieces. I mean, especially the quarterback, who's the most important part. But they just keep falling short since they won the title. You know what I mean? Why is that? I think the division's gotten better as far as depth. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it was never... It was either like Seattle and the Rams were good or Seattle and San Fran was good or Arizona. Like it was never all four teams in the division are like actual like serious like 10 plus win teams. Did Seattle set that standard? I think so. I think so. Well, the 49ers. <laughs> I would say longevity wise, probably the Seattle. Seahawks because their franchise lasted a little bit longer. And they've done it for longer. like nine years. But I mean, you also have to think too, right? Like. The defense is night and day from when it was when when they were on their Super Bowl runs. True. They don't have Marshawn Lynch, and I'm not saying anything against Chris Carson, but Marshawn Lynch is a Hall of Fame running back. You know what I'm saying? And and he was a guy, again, like I'm talking about late in games that you could just give the ball to, and you knew he was going to make something happen. So Absolutely. I think it's just a, I think it's just a ton of aspects, but I do still think they're a really good team. I do still think they're a team that. You know, if everything goes right, they could sneak into a Super Bowl still. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say Russell Wilson isn't capable of making a Super Bowl when he's got Chris Carson, DK, and, and Tyler Lockett. Yeah. But the division's caught up to them. No, it definitely has. And, you know, it, it's so tough to, to look at that division because I feel like injuries will, will dictate a lot of that too. Um, but, Kev, let's stay in the NFC. And where do the Giants go from here? I mean, 0-3, five years straight of, of 0-2 starts. Daniel Jones, like, he's playing good. Saquon's playing good. The defense isn't good enough. Like, is it – do you think it's time from a perspective outside of a Giants fan that it all gets broken down again? Or do you think, like, Judge kind of has the core with just not the right pieces yet? Yeah, I think it's – I definitely wouldn't say tear it up. I mean, you have the talent on paper, right? I mean, you got – you know, the top five running back when healthy. You got two good wide receivers in, in, in Galladay now and then and then Sterling Shepard. Got a decent tight end, pretty good defense. Like I think I think they're just a team that needs another year or two to gel. I mean, I feel like they're a team that's always even though like obviously Daniel Jones has been there a few years, Saquon's been there a few years, Sterling Shepard's been there, I mean, since since Eli retired. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So they have those guys, but I feel like Certain parts of their team are always guys that they're plugging in year by year. Like 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 again with Kenny Galladay, right? Like you give Kenny Galladay a year, a, a season, a season and a half with that team. I guarantee you, next year this will be a much different conversation for yeah, Kenny Galladay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe even later this year. But I feel like they're just a young team that has a ton of talent, but doesn't know what to do with it and doesn't know how to really like gel yet. But I think they will. I think they'll be good. And and obviously it's a tough. Tough hole they got themselves in, and it's going to be tough to make a division run. Zero three. I mean, but do you think, I definitely think in the next couple of years they're gonna they're gonna click. Do you think they win over five games this year? Oh, they'll win over five games. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they'll still win like at least seven or eight games. Wow, I think so. Yeah, 
It's more, more later that. in the season. Once, like I said, once everyone gets healthy, once they gel, stuff like that. I love to hear that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had them at what thirteen, fourteen wins coming into the season. So, so, so th- this also goes with it. Part of the schedule that just passed, the Giants had the least hardest schedule. But for the remainder of the season, the Giants actually had the hardest schedule of the season. Hmm. In the NFL. Interesting food fact. Thought. Yeah. So, staying in the NFC East, what do we expect from the Cowboys and the Eagles, you know, going forward? Do we think that, you know, the Eagles can compete with the Cowboys in another matchup like that? Or do we think, you know, the Cowboys are kind of head over heels, you know, so much better than every other team in this division? I think the Eagles are going to die out. I think the real team to worry about if I'm the Cowboys is the Washington football team, honestly. Really? I think they're one quarterback signing away from making a serious run on the division. I mean, if you go out and sign a Cam Newton or, I mean, if there's any other... better options out there that are backups right now that are better than Taylor Heineke, then, I mean, like, what are they, what, two, one and two, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and Cowboys are two and one, so the division, yeah, the division's right there for them. They haven't even played the Cowboys yet, so if they can go out and, and figure out the quarterback position, and I know that's hard to say once you're in week three and, you know, <laughs> you weren't expecting Taylor Heineke as your starting quarterback to begin with, but, I mean, Sometimes shit happens, and you got to adjust, and and you got to sign guys because Taylor Heineke. I'll tell you one thing: is not a playoff caliber quarterback. No. So, Kev, going to the AFC South, who is the favorite? With the Colts starting zero three, obviously the Titans being two and one. I mean, I, I'm going to assume that that's your favorite going forward. But Jacksonville and Houston are a mess, and I know Houston got a, a, a nice win week one, but I don't expect them to win many more games this season. And I would say that the Colts are going to win a lot more games. So, yeah. So I I think it's hard to call the Colts necessarily a favorite over over you know the Titans, but do we think that they could still compete to to win yeah, that division? Yeah, I was just gonna say obviously right now the Titans have to be the favorite, but I think I think Indiana Indiana Indianapolis will close the gap quick. Wow. I think they will. I think by week ten they'll be right up there with the division. If not a game if, or two behind, if not ahead in the division. Honestly, wow, wow, both statements from YS, and yeah, that's fair and. You know, I would like to see Jacksonville get a little more like quick together too by by week ten. Like, you mm-hmm. can't you can't give us another fifteen games of like a mess and, yeah. and just expect that like next year like it's just gonna be better. Yeah. Like honestly, like it's the same core that's gonna be there next year. So if it don't get fixed now, it's like what the hell. Yeah. Obviously, you know, like a year in, players getting better and older and more mature. Um, that obviously has um a little bit of a factor. But Kev, do you think the Pats disappointed this week? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I definitely wasn't expecting them to win the game. I was. I oh, think I that they could have beat the Saints. Listen, listen. The Pats are not a good football team. Wow, you heard and that. I know you guys call me flip flop fans, but I'm just keeping it real. I mean, I told you guys from the jump they weren't going to be a ten win football team, and I don't know why these crazy expectations came about that we were going to win the division. Like we're not even going to be top two in the division. It's going to be Buffalo and it's going to be Miami. And, Forget about it. <laughs> yeah, like even if even if Miami somehow dethrones Buffalo, like Buffalo's still gonna finish second. So the fact that you know, and I'll say us Pats fans because I still am, you know, somewhat of a Pats fan. So I'll, I'll ride it out with them. But the fact that people thought they were gonna get ten wins and compete for the division and possibly make a Super Bowl run, it's like what? <laughs> I was saying to you in the car, they don't have a top twenty guy at any position in the NFL. Yeah. No, you. Were. I mean, on the at least on the offensive side, you were. No, you're right. Kev, are the Vikings a sneaky 
NFC West team. NFC um, North team. I'm sorry. I mean, that division's kind of poop. So I, I guess, yeah. But they put up, you know, close to 30 points in every single game they played this season. Yeah. I mean, they put up points. Their defense can't stop anybody. But, I mean, with that division as low as it is, this is probably the worst the division's been in a while. I would say, yeah, I mean, they could they could make a run at the division. Once Do you think the healthy. Packers are, like, that much better than them? I, cause I, I think, honestly yeah, don't. I, I think so, honestly. Do you? I mean, you got one of the best quarterbacks ever. Obviously, your running back is... Virtually equal, if you want to say Dalvin's a little bit better than Aaron Jones, but Aaron Jones yeah. has his has his days, sure. and you got you know arguably the best wide receiver in the league, yeah, and a better tight end. So sad to say, I just the reason I think the Vikings offense has more depth. Yeah, and I can and, agree with that. Yeah, and I, I can I, agree with that, and and that's that's what I think would be the Packers' weakness is they might have like a guy or two on defense that can do their job. But when you have to rely on three or four guys to do their job, that's yeah. when I think the Packers get messy. Yeah, and I definitely think that the Packers will probably be you know the division yeah. favorite. But I do think that the Vikings are kind of scoring at a, at a scary rate, and I don't think you know Kirk Cousins is you know a, a top five quarterback. But I definitely think he's playing like a top ten quarterback right now. And I'd like to see, you know, with the with the Vikings getting a couple more home games, you know, maybe they get a couple more wins. I, I think, I think the Bengals' loss was surprising for people, but I also think the Bengals' offense could potentially, potentially be a top twelve offense right now. They're playing pretty solid. No, I could. They're agree putting with up that. points. I could agree with that. They, they. I mean, you know, the Pittsburgh wins. Points a big, of points, man. The Pittsburgh beat Buffalo. Yeah, they beat uh, Pittsburgh. That means that. that means the Bengals can beat Buffalo. Ah, <laughs> there it is, <laughs> guys. These are our week three impressions. We had to go down the rundown, talk about all these divisions. Make sure to tune into our fantasy rankings and our fantasy update, where we talk about some of the biggest questions in fantasy football, like what players have underperformed so far this season, which players do you tr- trust going down the stretch, who are you targeting on the trade market, and what injuries concern you guys. Make sure to leave a review. Show some love on social media. Stay tuned with your favorite podcasters and leave us that five-star review. See you later. Smell you later. Good luck this week.